there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Sid Ballman. I know, and you've alluded to this, that you have done an awful lot of writing over the course of your career, and this is your first novel. Beside the necessity to stick to the facts as a journalist, what would you say the biggest difference is that you found in writing fiction versus being a reporter for UPI and other outlets? Well, this is historical fiction. So I kind of jokingly thought of it as a journalist's dream because you have a story you can tell based on the fact, but you can make up all the quotes and all the best scenes. <laughs> <laughs> what we always, what we always we could wanted do. to do. <laughs> I mean, with the legitimate news sources, which we both know and don't need to name, there is no fake news. And I cringe every time I hear that term, whether it's a Democrat or Republican or president or a prime minister. But the legitimate news outlets do not manufacture fake news. They are dedicated to accuracy, which, of course, can be elusive. But with historical fiction and, for example, people have asked me, well, are there that many Muslims in Texas? And in my research, I found a real interesting little chapter on this. Back in 1856, President Franklin Pierce decided to create something called the U.S. Army Camel Corps. And he sent, the theory was that camels would be great pack animals in the high desert of the southwest of this country. They live on creosote and cactus. They can go for miles and it might be a good adjunct to the cavalry. So they sent hundreds of ships over to the Middle East bought thousands of camels, brought over thousands of camel drivers from places like Syria, Lebanon, Egypt, landed in just south of Houston, migrated up into West Texas and New Mexico and started this grand experiment, which ultimately failed for two reasons. One, horses and camels don't get along. And two, the mythical U.S. cavalry didn't like the idea of having camels around. They preferred their horses. So they disbanded it somewhat later, and the camels were sold to circuses and so forth. But the camel drivers stayed and lived in the United States. One in particular, his name was Haji Ali, which Americans we do, his name was turned into a nickname, Haji Ali. He ended up settling in Quartzsite, Arizona. If you're ever in Quartzsite, Arizona, there's a monument to him with a camel on the top. And the residue of this is that Texas has the most Muslims of any state in the United States. And that's part of the reason. And that's how I get my family from Syria to the United States. Oh, my gosh. That is fascinating. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. 
So for our young listeners, Sid, who think perhaps they'd like to get into writing novels, what advice do you have for them as to how they can get started and then how they could execute on their vision? Well, as I said before, one needs to learn how to write well. And there's many professions that teach you how to write well, clearly and concisely. We all studied, anyone who majored in English, read a variety of books. William Faulkner, for example, he's a fabulous writer, but it's a very unique sort of style. I think Ernest Hemingway, who started out as a reporter, as a war correspondent, by the way, has a very journalistic style. That's my style. Straightforward, shorter sentences. So the first step, I would say, if you want to be a novelist, you need to have something to write about. In my experience, there are very few young people, and I don't even know what really qualifies as a young person these days, but young and inexperienced people who have a great story to tell. There are exceptions, of course, many exceptions, but I think most of us, like me, for example, need to go through experiences and gather them like yarn. So don't be in a rush, but write, and write a lot. You don't necessarily need to be published. You can have journals, and there were many times as I was writing my book that I pulled out journals from some of my travels. And I think of one, there's a scene in my book that takes place in the middle of the night at the Calcutta airport. And that's a very unique experience. And so I pulled out an old journal from some travel I'd had when I landed at the Calcutta airport and was able to recreate that down to some very granular details. So write journals and don't be in a rush and learn how to write well. I guess those would be my advice. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.